Welcome to the Getting to Clarity podcast, the place where busy women leaders discover how to create more success in their leadership journey with less sacrifice in their life. Here's your host, Debbie Peterson of Getting to Clarity. Hey, hello, and welcome back. I am Debbie Peterson of Getting to Clarity, and this is another episode of the Getting to Clarity podcast. This is the place where busy leaders and those who aspire to be come to get the tips, tools, and techniques that they need to create more success in their leadership with less sacrifice in their life. And today we're talking about mentoring. We're continuing the conversation about mentoring and specifically about how to start a mentoring program at work. You know, not everybody's got a huge budget or a lot of money to be able to throw at um, a big mentoring program. Sometimes you just want to do something a little informally within your department. So want to talk about what that could look like today so that you can start the process of a mentoring program at work because I believe mentoring is so powerful, yet it is widely misunderstood and therefore underutilized. So starting a mentoring program at work, it can be a very, very great way, an excellent way to provide employees with support and guidance what they need to be able to achieve their career goals, get to their next level. And whether you're a manager or whether you're an employee, a mentoring program can help improve performance, job satisfaction, and engagement. This is the retention game. We're not talking about the great recession. We're talking about the great retention. So in this particular episode, we're going to explore the four key components of my career clarity system, but we're going to point them in the area of mentoring. We're going to look at it through that lens. So the four steps are passion, planning, people, and performance. And we're going to talk about these and how they relate to starting a mentoring program. Additionally, we're going to explore the different types of mentoring processes and also how uh, assessments like the predictive index is the one I like. Uh, can be a valuable tool for not only finding the right mentor, but also building that relationship. So let's talk about the career clarity system. Passion. Number one, identify goals and interests. So before starting a mentoring program, it's essential to identify the goals and interests of your employees or the people that you're trying to set up the program for. A mentoring program is most effective when it's tailored to what your employees need. Okay, so doing a listening tour, understanding what it is that they need first is critical. Understand um, things like their interests. So doing an interest inventory or doing personality assessments that helps them to get clear on their goals and interests. You know, something as simple as setting a timer for two minutes and having someone on your team, the mentee, the potential mentee, list everything that they can think of that they are interested in and would like to explore within the organization. What are they curious about? What do they want to do? What are they interested in? What lights them up? Something like that can really help you identify goals and interests of someone in your department. And this information helps you match mentees with mentors so that they have similar interests and the guidance and support that's being provided is effective. Number two, planning defining the mentoring process. So once you've identified the goals and interests of your employees, it's time to define the mentoring process. There is not just one way to mentor. There are several types of mentoring processes, including overall career mentors, mentoring moments, group mentors, and skills mentors. 
So let me go through these. The overall or general career mentors, these are people who guide and support mentees as they navigate their overall career trajectory. Okay, it's trying to create the roadmap for the career. Mentoring moments, however, these are quick and informal interactions that occur on an as-needed basis. Nothing formal there. Group mentors. These are people who provide guidance and support to a group of mentees. Uh, So, you know, bringing in uh, consultants or workshops that are tailored to what you are discovering the majority of your team needs. That can be a group mentoring environment. Finally, skills mentors. These are people who guide and support mentees in a specific area of expertise. When somebody's looking for a mentor, I always say, if there's something you need to learn, find out the person who is wicked good at it and grab some time with them. See if they can share how they became that way. So consider which type of process is going to best serve the needs of your employees and then set up those mentoring relationships accordingly. Number three, people. Match mentors and mentees. Once you've defined the mentoring process, it's time to match the mentors and mentees. So consider the goals and interests of both parties because this is not a one-way relationship. Mentors and mentees should be well-matched in terms of their interests and their personalities. It is a relationship just like any other relationship, but they should also have complementary skill sets. So looking at tools uh, like assessments, Again, I prefer Predictive Index because Predictive Index is focused solely on work. How you are hardwired for work, how you are showing up at work, how people perceive you at work. And going through something like that can help identify some things that you may need to work on. It can also flesh out these characteristics so that you can make effective matches and they can learn from each other as well. Number four, performance. Monitor and evaluate the progress of the mentoring relationships. So this is the final step in starting a mentoring program. Monitor and evaluate the progress. Set goals and benchmarks so that you're clear on what you want the outcome to be. And then do regular check-ins to see if these goals are being met. Is it working the way that you want to? I had a client who was having a retention issue and it was affecting their accreditation. They wanted a three-year accreditation from the state and they only got one because of this retention issue. So we built a customized mentoring program for them. And they had next to zero, uh, I think it was perhaps one person who retired after we implemented the mentoring program. So retention just skyrocketed. So starting a mentoring program at work is an excellent way to support your team, your employees. It helps to support their growth and development. People feel invested. They feel like the organization cares for them. So by following the tips of the career clarity system of passion, planning, people, and performance, you can create a mentoring program tailored to your employees' needs and desires. So again, keep in mind assessments can be really helpful and can help you define a mentoring process and program that is sure to help your employees achieve their career goals and improve their job satisfaction and engagement too. Until the next time, here is wishing you all the clarity that you deserve. Oh, and if you'd like to bring a great mentoring program to your organization, 
then check out my keynote and deep dive workshop, The Secret to Exceptional Mentorship, How to Master the Mindset that Connects People, Passion, and Peak Performance. And you can find that at www.debbiepetersonspeaks.com. Until the next time, have a really great day. Bye-bye for now. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Getting to Clarity podcast with Debbie Peterson. If you enjoyed this show, please rate and recommend it on Apple Podcasts or wherever you enjoy your podcasts. To learn more about how you can create more success with less sacrifice in your leadership and life, visit gettingtoclaritypodcast.com.